You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. Oh, oh seriously, you say that. Do lady. Do lady. How do you do it, Brandon? Do lady. How's it go? That, that's Canadian name. Hey, lady. <laughs> Thing is for doing, and we're doing another after show for the game. I'm your girl Stanley, and let my let me let my co-hosts introduce themselves. Hey everyone, I'm back. I'm Fallon, also known as Fit with Fallon on Twitter and Instagram. What up, it's Megan Thomas. I am Meg Scoop. Catch me on every social network you can find. <laughs> How you guys doing? My name is Brandon London, the cultured athlete, as they like to call me. And you catch me on Twitter at, at cultured athlete. Or you can check out my website, www.brandon-london.com. Yes, and we have a guest host on the game today. She's done so many After Buzz after shows like Single Ladies and many more. Yeah. Lauren, how are you doing? Good. How, Good. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey. Um, it's hey. nice to be back here at After I Buzz. I feel reunited. And it I feels know. so good. It feels I, so good. Both of us, we have done so many shows together. Yes. I feel like and I have my... And we're friends outside. Yeah. Of this, so. I feel like I have family back in the house. Yay. Yay. Yeah. It's going to be, be a good show today. It is. And you came for a good episode. It's a really good episode. Trust me, the way it started off, and we're always debating whether this is episode three or episode four, because they really screwed us up with an hour-long first episode, so I'm guessing it's episode four. Yeah, episode four. Okay. Okay. Yes. And we have to acknowledge our new picture we have with the lovely new cast. Yay! We're getting rid of Kelly Pitts, because she's been gone for a couple (laughs) seasons. Yes. Yes. And let's start off. The episode is getting to know all about you. Mm. It started with an orgy. That's basically what it was with Malik and TT. <laughs> it wasn't an orgy yet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have some experience with uh, that? Uh, <laughs> I'll let you keep talking about it. But let's keep going. Well, <laughs> I just have to say it kind of confused me because from what I know, Malik was sober last episode or so we thought and it's insinuating in the way this is opening that he's fallen off the wagon yet again no No, I don't think he was drunk and we seen later on in this episode he was at the bar TT came over he was like oh you having a milkshake and he had the straw then he took the straw out so he he put his his drink in a martini glass but it was actually a milkshake and I do that when I go on my little fast where I don't drink you know when you're at a bar or you're in those surroundings where there's alcohol temptation is very hard so you want to occupy yourself with something in your hand and you don't want people to say hey let me get you a drink so you 
you know, have something in your hands so it looks like, looks you're, drinking. like you're drinking. Like it looked like he had a chocolate martini, but it was actually a milkshake. Well, to go back to what she said at the, for the the orgy part of it, I didn't think he was drunk, but like you said, how you like to you know try and occupy yourself. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to occupy himself with sex and the and the most freaky deakiest stuff he can think of right now. Yeah, that might be that's, that's, that's what, what I was thinking. That's a great uh, point. Yeah. I was going to try to say is he trading one addiction for another? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> rehab for that one. I think he is. I mean, every episode so far, it's been some scene of him having sex. So even though he's sober, he's probably now putting that energy into more sex. Yeah, because <laughs> so. yeah. I mean, he has a very addictive personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's um, if, if you look at all the different seasons, he's gone from being, you know, addicted to his mama and addicted <laughs> to... There was women issues, addicted to alcohol, and now I think it's going to show that he's traded one vice for another, which is the sex. And when it comes to, you know, an addiction, you always have to, you want more. You want, you know, something bigger. You want something stronger. So in this case, it's more women. Instead of a one-some, it's two-some, which now is a three-some, which now is a four-some, now is a five-some, and a part. Yeah. There was like 20 that. women up here <laughs> in that place. I don't know. If you had to judge, since we're allowed, because we're after Buzz hosts and yes. our opinion matters, what's worse, uh, alcohol addiction or a sex addiction? Alcohol. I say alcohol. Megan? <laughs> I don't know. They're both. They're, there's <laughs> recklessness with both of them, I will say. I don't okay. know. Which would you rather, Fallon? <laughs> I would say an alcohol addiction. I know that sounds bad, but I've just seen alcoholics in the past, and I've seen people who are addicted to sex, but, I mean, the girls who are, you know, jumping in, they want it, too, so. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with consenting adults. I don't know. I definitely have to choose an alcohol addiction yeah. more so than sex. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> alcohol. I'd rather have sex all day than be addicted to drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I have sex or anything. <laughs> hey. Just kidding. Woo! I know. I it started, here. It's but that's the thing. Days. It started so heavy. I was just like, okay, where is this whole episode going? And then it jumped to a completely different direction mm-hmm. with the whole college talk. Yes. We had Chardonnay and Jason and Brit evil Brat. demon spawn, <laughs> I think they call her Brittany. And they were talking about college. So what did you guys think about that little discussion? I will say this. I I want to point this out. I think it's funny how everybody calls her Demon Spawn, including her father, which I think is just horrible. Like, don't call your child that. So I want to point that out. I mean, she's bad. She's bad. Let's get that, you know, on the table. She's bad. But your own father says it about you. Like, that's your child. So I don't know. They got got to do something with Brittany. I took that as a joke, though, because at the table, they seem to agree with, you know, everything they were saying. Like, she would look at him like, how are you going to go? How how are you taking this that you just found out that she's $80,000 in debt and stuff? And she was kind of instigating him. He was instigating her back. So I like I like that relationship they have between father and daughter there. I do, but I think partially the reason why Brittany is the way she is is because of her parents, including her father. And we've seen that in other, you know, other seasons. Yep. You know, so she's to blame. Well, he's a demon, so that makes sense that she's a demon spawn. There you go. That's fair enough. Jason is pretty evil when he's um, You said you couldn't, like, put the correlation together where it starts off with a big bang with the orgy. But I I think I just put two and two together in my head because they end the episode with Chardonnay and Jason in the bed talking about children. So sex... Children. You make children through sex. Oh. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, I want you to read my horoscope later. <laughs> thinking like that, yeah, I what? think that's, you know. I see it. 
Okay. So you think Malik's going to have a baby? Is that in the predictions? No, I'm just saying that sex comes babies, and that's why Chardonnay and Jason were talking. Like, they ended the episode on the consequences of sex, babies. They started off with sex, no? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That could work. That could work. But when they were talking about debt and college debt, and pretty much every one of us has been to college, right? Mm -hmm. And what happened with your debt? It's something serious that I think a lot of people don't really discuss. Mm -hmm. And even after college, you're trying to get on your feet and things like that, and then you have to pay back all this debt. Does anyone experience? Of course. I mean, there's even a part for me where sometimes I'll say, you know, I'm not sure if I even want to get married until they get that debt down. Because the person you marry takes on your debt and you take on theirs. And it's so mm-hmm. it was. That's a, exactly what I thought about when I'm like, how would you not know what kind of debt this woman is in? But I forgot they got married on like the first on day of knowing each other. But it's like that's really important, like your credit and all of that. I, I find mm-hmm. is important. And of course, we're always going to be paying off our college debt. A lot of us. I was telling yeah. Fallon when we were watching the episode. Uh-huh. Um, I took classes a lot after college just so I could defer my loans. And so when uh, Chardonnay mentioned that. that, I could relate. I, I don't know if I should talk about that. But yeah, so I get it. And it, it's hard. When it's hard Chardonnay probably married Jason, she was like, ooh, oh, I got to right. My dad's going to be gone. <laughs> honey, he's off cheap, honey. You better yeah, pay that off with a Groupon <laughs> because he's cheap. But I think this episode brings up a good point that people should probably get to know each other before yeah. they get married. There's a lot of things you got to talk about, which is debt. I mean, yes. that's big. <laughs> Finances, you got to talk about kids, religion, religion yeah. family. I mean, like, they covered the gamut. And I think <laughs> this shows why it's so important. These things can make or break a relationship. Definitely. You know? Completely. And what did you guys think about him saying that maybe you shouldn't go to college, Brittany? Do you think, because I know a lot of people that skipped college and went straight into profession and they worked their way up and they're doing somewhat way better than a lot of people that stayed in school. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what people are kind of debating now. Is college really relevant in what you're trying to do? Even in the entertainment industry, we're here in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. How many people did your college education help you with pursuing your dream as whether a TV host or something else? Well, I think college really just shows that you're dedicated to doing something and it gives you tools. Like even right now, I'm not necessarily using my degree for a job per se, but there's so many things that I've learned. Like for me, college taught me to always keep on educating yourself always keep on learning and it's funny because when Jason was saying that he didn't want his daughter to go to college it made me think of one of my close friends who's a football player and he told me before he didn't want his son to go to college he doesn't have to if he doesn't want to like he has everything taken care of and I'm just like I don't know I think you know how I think I think you have to go to college that's just the way I was raised but I think when you you know, are a athlete or you're in a, a profession where you don't necessarily need a degree, then maybe you're not as motivated to motivate your children to get a degree. Well, you know, what's funny is uh, me being an athlete, I'm always, you know, telling kids, you know, you got to go to college, you got to go to college. And that, you know, I did that because I wanted to play professional football. So I had to go to UMass, you know, and play and play ball. But I still, to this day, wish that I would have done something like in terms of major. I didn't. I didn't graduate just because what I wanted to do. I wanted to play professional football, right. so I put all my time and my effort in that. 
I was a sociology major, but what I wish is why I was a theater major because now I'm taking, you know, acting classes, hosting classes and whatnot. That's something that's something to what that's something that could have built upon what I want to do, you know, with my future instead of me just taking sociology just because they said I had to have a major or whatever. Completely. Yeah. So, so it's maybe just kind of making sure you really think about what you want to do in college so you're majoring in the right thing. But it's and so hard because you're young and you're still figuring life out. Like, I think it's cool that some people, they're able to pick a major and know, okay, that's exactly what I want to do. But there's a lot of us, you know, I was a nursing major for two years, started my clinical and was like, mm, this is important. And, and that adds to the debt. Exactly. $80,000. You know, Charlie's like Brittany. I mean, come on. Someone like Brittany, she needs discipline. She probably needs to go to some type she of school. She needs military school. Yeah, she school. needs to go to military school for real. Definitely. West Point. You, you, like, she needs help. You know, you know what's funny is you, we were talking about the debt thing. She also failed to disclose before they got married that she had a brother in jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she oh, had wait. a brother in wait, jail. Didn't we see um, on one of the seasons that Kelly's brother was like, he was in and out of jail and then he stayed with them and Jason was livid. Oh. So that's probably why Jason was so upset when yeah. he found out that she had a brother who was in jail and he was like, oh, so he's going to come over. What Steal did he everything. Say? He yeah. 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 Hide our things and this yeah. and this. That's yeah. kind of karma. For I Jason, forgot about really. that. Yeah. It's, it's just goes to show you how they don't know each other well they just don't they don't don't know each other yeah <laughs> would you guys ever stanley the voice of reason ever, ever if what? you met somebody and you felt it and i know we've talked about this before that yeah. you can just feel when you are connected with somebody and they wanted to get married as soon as you guys met would you they wanted to get married, and I wanted to get married. Yeah, and you felt it. You're like, oh, I want to get married. Would you do it? Or would reasoning set in and be like, oh, wait, we don't know each other? Well, it's hard. Never say never, right? I mean, I always think with my head more so than my heart, and I'm trying to train myself the other way. <laughs> because life is short, and sometimes if you overthink everything, then you'll never do anything. Yeah. So, hey, where's that ring at? I mean, I th- and then if you look at Jason and Chardonnay, obviously it's worked out for them. I mean, it's it's a rough, rough, rocky road because now the stuff that you would typically say, these are deal breakers, I'm not going to be with you. Now you have to think about it a little different because it's like, we're married. So yeah. I could go ahead and divorce you, but that's like a, a way, that's a big step. You know, that's a lot of paperwork. That's a lot of money. But Jason is too cheap to pay for. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that they're going to have to go through. But so I think it can work. But I think it's best if you at least talk about the basics, the things that are the most important for mm-hmm. you. Because what happened if Jason actually did have a vasectomy and, you know, and, and Chardonnay still wanted kids? What's going to happen then? Because it's not like, you know, reversal of vasectomy well, that, That's the thing. Work, that you that know? definitely is somewhat a deal breaker. Yeah. Things like kids. But also something we haven't mentioned before we get into the whole vasectomy, yeah. that big deal is career. I think people don't talk about their career goals and how important that is in their life. And Jason, he's football player, transitioned to a TV reporter, journalist, sports reporter, and he was interviewing Blueprint. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was an interesting little part of the show. He definitely needs to go, go back to college and go to hosting classes. <laughs> <laughs> but what did you guys think about that whole scene? I think it got a little too real for the cameras. <laughs> I, I just thought, okay, Jason, take it back now. I know, like, we're on air live and, you know, sometimes, I know some of the shows that Lauren and I have done, you know, we would get into it, but 
there's got to be that sense, okay, the world is watching. Yeah. And you don't want to... I don't know, you just don't want to show that other side of you because you got to remember you're presenting, you're a host, not the audience necessarily doesn't want to hear everything about your life. Yeah. Sure. yeah. First and foremost, Kobe Bell, Jason Pitts, you're carrying the show right now with your act. I agree. Right. right. I agree. <laughs> He's carrying the show right now. Jason Pitts, okay, now I'm talking Jason Pitts. <laughs> um, first and foremost, Blue's interview was just boring. Talking about, oh, yeah, he was talking about Spider Man and all that. People don't want to hear that, man. We want to hear, like, yeah, you scored, danced in his face, spiked it, and then took his Capri Sun after the game or something. But yeah, but he put, he peeped him on some game, though. He put, he put him on some game because he was like, oh, yo, you see, I like to be a guy that plans things out. And then Jason's like thinking about it, like, oh, I don't, I really don't know my wife. And he didn't sign a prenup or any, or posting up or anything like that. So, that 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 interview got a little uh, got a little real. She wasn't shooting in the gym. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. I always wanted to say that. <laughs> and that's the thing. And even the part about when he called him a rap scallion, I really took that to heart because I grew up in an all white town. I grew up in Wellesley, Massachusetts, and we went to Massachusetts. And my vernacular, you know, like I, there was a couple kids in my school that got busted from the city, and they, they were the only other black kids in my school. And they were like, you're weird. You don't talk like yeah. us. You don't, th- mm-hmm. you know, this and this. And a lot of things are associated as a black thing, or whether it's, I thought it was more city and suburb. But it was interesting when he said rap scallion, and then Jason looked at him kind of like, why are you using that language? And he's like, oh, Stanford. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, do you guys real? Do you guys think that certain people are supposed to talk a certain way no. based on color? Just I can relate to you 100%. Like, I grew up like that. I grew up almost hating myself for who I was because of the way I, I spoke. And, you know, I wasn't a typical... Well, now that I'm older, I realize it's not like that in the real world. Right, but, right. You know, and so I don't think, I mean, obviously education does have a lot to do with the way that you speak. But so many times people are just like, Tasha, for some reason. <laughs> you can't take the hood out of Tasha. <laughs> I don't know what. That character sometimes just gets to me because I feel like she's even trying too hard for herself to be accepted into whatever it is that she's trying to be accepted into. And it's just like, I don't know. But I don't think it should matter where you're from. And, you you know, just because you're black, you shouldn't speak a certain way. Or if you're white, you shouldn't speak a certain way. But... What about you guys? Because it's a real thing. Like, even within this career and TV hosting, people kind of put you in categories yeah. and put you in boxes. And people look yeah. at yeah. me, my chain, my this. They're like, oh, yeah, you should be on BET, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, actually, I, I couldn't keep up. Like, yeah. I can't yeah. keep up with slang. I couldn't yeah. keep up, you know. I'm more you know, ER. And whatever. that's why I like the fact that they have blue on this season because I think it gives the show a little bit of, of depth. And it gives the show a different side, especially, you know, it's a... It's a black cast, mostly. Got a couple of mixtures in there. But for the most part, you see different types of black people. You don't just see ghetto Miss Tasha Mack. You just, you don't Chardonnay, see, you know. Yeah, you don't see Hood Chardonnay. You don't see the, you know, mixed breed, Kira. You see everything, including a guy who went to Stanford who maybe people assume he shouldn't talk the way he talks or act the way he acts, you know. He's just being him. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's why he fought Durham, right? He mm-hmm. had to tell him, you know, people are always trying me. People are always, you know, trying to get under my skin. 
because of who I am and mm -hmm. where I'm from or what they think I'm supposed to be. You know, like for me, I, I, I grew up poor. My father was a football coach, like, and he was four kids and growing up as a, as you know one of the poor football coach then he got a BC job we moved to Framingham Massachusetts we used to play you guys in high school and then the life got better you know we moved you know from, from bad neighborhood to good neighborhood and Moving suddenly I'm just thrown in you know this entirely different environment where you know I'm the only black kid on the baseball team basketball team and all that stuff so you know it's it is what it is, you know. I grew up in New Kent, Virginia, you know, and that's the country. Charlottesville, Virginia, that's the country. You grow up around ignorant people and stuff who think that you're supposed to act or do things a certain mm -hmm. way, but you don't, you don't let that get to you. You you grow up the way that you know your parents. My you parents just, taught some good stuff. To, you just do you. Yeah, do you. Yeah. Well, speaking of coming on up, I know I heard last week you were wearing your ring. Was Where is it? Where is it? Ringza. Ringza. S-Z-A. Ringza. With oh all these, for those who weren't watching last week, NFL Super Bowl ring. NFL Super as Bowl well ring. As well as. Canadian Grey Cup ring. Okay. You're the perfect person to ask. Would you make your wife sign a prenup or a postnup? Let's talk the truth. Tell, Tell the, the truth. truth. Right now? <laughs> <laughs> right right now no because she's getting me on the way up right now you know like I'm not I'm not Peyton Manning I'm not Tom Brady so I'm not the you know stupid million dollar athlete you know I don't have you know all that million million dollars and but but you can't make her sign it right later now. so if she's marrying you now if she does she's marrying you for life he can right? have her get a post nup Mm, All I'm true. saying is, I, there's yeah. going to be a whole lot of Twitter yes. chat. Yes. There's going to be a whole okay. lot of chicks tweeting. I, I have a maybe. question. We'll ask you, Stanley, since you gave him the question. Sure. Would you sign a prenup if your man wanted you yeah. to sign Definitely. I, I wouldn't. Mean, I wouldn't. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's get to Mega. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, go, go, no, ahead, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I want to hear. Yes. Well, I mean, and I would make someone sign a prenup. Mm -hmm. So it goes both ways. I think there's nothing wrong with setting boundaries. Everything needs to be clear from before. It's it's not only a relationship. It, it is a transaction, unfortunately. And <laughs> it's business. <laughs> and, and I think too, I just think in more of discussion. It's not mm -hmm. even about signing the paper. and agree, It's just agreeing and talking about different things, just like we were saying on religion and children mm -hmm. and what we're going to do if something happens. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with signing a prenup. A prenup could state anything. A prenup yeah. could say, I get $100 million or I get nothing, yeah, but... There's nothing wrong with a prenup in my mind. And, and since I dodged your uh, your question, your my answer: If she was with me shooting in the gym, then no, she don't. Please, <laughs> that's how you stay politically correct. Wait, Brandon, I be working out with you in the gym. No, I wouldn't sign it. And the okay. reason why I wouldn't sign it and I would not require my man if I made more money than him to sign it. And the reason is for me is just how I look at marriage, because I feel like I'm all in. All my eggs are in this basket. And in the event it doesn't work out, then I give you half. I don't care. It's not working. I'm out. I'm out. Um, but for me, I just feel like. At the end, at, marriage is, is <laughs> meant to be oh, forever. Oh, oh, oh. I don't sure. want. I don't want a fail safe. I don't want a backup plan. Because to me, Touch if you. I, in my mentality, if there is a backup plan, I don't even want to marry you. Let's just do what we're doing now. Why can't we just say like this? You know what I mean? I would rather not get married I if I feel like it's not going to work out. 
I have another. Me. I had a great idea. Me and my mother, we came up to, with this one and uh, make it. I just want to put like a clause in there. If we divorce because you know we're just not feeling each other anymore, okay, it's fifty fifty. But if we divorce because you cheated on me, you ain't getting nothing. No, girl. but that's what prenups state. Yeah, like yeah. it's all okay, different so variations <laughs> of different things. Yeah, yeah it can be whatever. Right? It can be whatever. You, you make it whatever you want it to be. What oh. about you, Lauren? I have no. I always think about this question, and I don't know the answer because I don't. I mean, I guess it just depends on who I end up with. Right now, I, I do agree with you more just the fact that if I'm in it I'm in it for the long haul and I have faith that it will not go wrong yeah. so. see I would I would sign a prenup because I just feel like like you guys are saying you, you know you're yourself. in it but I also know that prenups are only good for 10 years so that you know, I was that. you hold out 10 years to the ladies who said they would sign a prenup could you uh, give your twitter names out again <laughs> <laughs> some, some guys wanna tweet what's your twitter again <laughs> at the no, I'm gonna make them sign it oh. so I don't know if they wanna hit me oh. up oh. question athlete though ladies love you <laughs> me for me love me oh I heard you have a crush on uh, what's her name Candace Patton oh yeah Malik's, uh, Malik's assistant are <laughs> oh, you just gonna throw me out there right. you know, here's my time well, we're trying beautiful. to. You want wanted to come on the show with you guys. We she should give her yeah, a shout out. Should. Maybe yeah. she sees that cute face. What's in her name show. again? What's her name Candace. again? <laughs> Candace, we, we we have to have you on the show. Sit, sit on the couch. We can talk. You know, there's actually, Starbucks she can sit only, only you. Yeah, only yeah. if you sign a prenup, right? No, he's not. She's one on TV. I'm watching her. <laughs> she might make me sign. That's right. Well, speaking of prenups, a man that needs someone to sign a prenup is Rick Fox. He has money on top of money on top of fame, and he's come back into this little game with Tasha Mack <sighs> and I know, I think we all rolled our eyes. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. So, I, I don't know. I'm so confused with this whole thing. I, Tasha is really disappointing me, and for Tasha to disappoint me, that's serious. <laughs> And her and Chardonnay, she was trying to sell her or buy her off with the bags <laughs> and different things. It was just like, I don't know. She just I, needs yeah. to give up. I think at this point she realizes she's she continues to dig herself in a deep hole. She's over there confessing. You know, confession is good for the soul, okay? And so she's trying to get all of this off her chest. So when Chardonnay comes over there, now, mind you, Chardonnay just wants to talk about Jason. <laughs> no, she don't. She was just playing like that's what she wanted to talk about. But go ahead. But, but still, you know, here she is just like, I got to let this all out. Mm-hmm. Yes, we were in the car together. Yes, I'm really 45 and not 41. Yes, I've had work on my face done in this country only. Never mind in other countries as well. Like, she's just, it's the lies don't stop with her. Yeah. And I think she's starting to recognize this is a down downward spiral and my life is getting out of hand because of it so I think for her the first step to recovery is recognizing that there is a problem in which she has done so I'm hoping Mm -hmm. by the next episode if not after that she starts to pick up the pieces and actually does good well, let's hope. I let's just hope. feel like you're a woman. You're a grown 45-year-old <laughs> woman. Like, get it together. When are you going to learn life's lessons? I just feel like she still hasn't she hasn't grown up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come on. You Here guys you can't go. act like she's just doing it. Like, come on. You, you act like you guys ain't been in a situation okay, like but that let me before. Tell you the <laughs> let me tell you the difference, That's Brandon. Not. I have been in a situation Bang. similar to that. But I am 26 years old. Am I 26? No. <laughs> 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 Six and five years. <laughs> but, but let me tell you this. 
it's different when you're in your 20s and in your 40s. Like, I can tell you things that I've done when I was 20 and 21, I wouldn't do now because I've learned those lessons. That's what life is supposed to be about. You're supposed to learn your lessons so you can move on to the next chapter. The reason why she's in the position that she is in because she doesn't learn those she lessons. I'm repeating, I'm yeah. repeating, I'm repeating. She's not maturing. Just age doesn't mean maturity, though. Yeah. I will say that, you know, for her, <laughs> maturity levels a lot off if you think you can keep this up. And, and I know she's living in that world of, you know, entertainment. Yeah. You got to stay young. You got to act young. You got to look young. But at the same time, like, you're an adult. You have a son who has issues. You need to get it together. Come on, come on. But wait, did no, she get a tattoo? Yes, she got a tattoo like, on her butt. Who does that at 45 yes. years old and then the next day go have sex with another man and then, you know. No, not the rip. next day. Same day. Oh, same, same day. day. Same Fresh day. Fresh tattoo. Makes it worse. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't, I put some blame on Rick, too, because, I mean, I know he's a man, but he's a grown man, too, and he's allowing this to happen. And, you know, like, you have to have some type of. <coughs> bless you. Bless you. Like, morals and understanding, like, of. Maturity. There is no maturity. She's not maturing. I have a question. Sure. Is Rick at fault at any of this? Should he? Hold on. I wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Wait a minute. Let's see. Is he responsible nope. for what's going on? Because he's not. He, but he's the aware. In, in but he's aware of what's going so, on. Okay. So you say he is. I don't I, think that he. Like she's ninety percent to blame. Come yes. on. But I do feel mm-hmm. like it's not fair to just say like. That's like if I'm cheating, if I'm with a guy who's cheating on his girl, I know he's cheating on his girl. I'm being the side chick. Right. If, if it was me, you guys would probably put some blame on me for well, being Well, I, I think internally, so, like morally, if you live your life, do unto others as others do unto exactly. you, or like the law of attraction, you yeah. know, you get what, you sow what you, re- whatever. You reap yeah. what you sow. Yeah, 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 <laughs> then, yeah, but in terms of, he's not in a relationship, mm-hmm. she is. She's the one that's, Stepping and out I, of her relationship. I always say that. People will say, oh, you know, the girl who's the mistress, she's the wrong one. The mistress didn't walk down the aisle and make vows. It's the person that's married. Of course. But okay, I but Tasha's like, not married, so. Yeah, but she's is still she in wrong? a committed relationship. Is, is, but I'm so saying, you so are. there's no blame on Rick. And Rick, even though he knows all about I'm, it, there's nothing on his hands. He's, he's pursuing, wrong, but she's, she's in the wrong because she's in the relationship. That's what I feel. He's pursuing wrong. a woman that he loves. He's telling her that he okay. loves her and stuff like that. He just feels like she's with the wrong guy yeah. and she's confused. So he's trying to, you know, Help her, trying to save her. It's so understanding. It's like a double standard because it sounds like, oh, he loves her and he's just going towards the woman that he loves. But if he was a woman right. and Tasha was a man, two times hussy. No, I don't. I don't think it's different, Lauren, because I've actually just in my progression in life, I'm realizing <laughs> that sometimes you have to go after what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, I take the the high road a lot of times and be like okay you know I'm not going to pursue that when it's available but at the end of the day if you think this might be the one you can't give up no and I mean it's all fair in love and war type of thing it it sounds horrible you know I don't think you should go around trying to break up other people's relationships Mm -hmm. but in a certain situation if this is an ex you think this might be the one do you think maybe he should approach Pookie 
and, well, and tell I him think what's Rick going would. On. I think him sending flowers to her house. This is, he's, he has no regard for Pookie. I don't think he has any problems I, with letting Pookie so, know. Yeah, and I, I would say this. I think that you know I'm all for for love. Okay, let's let's shoot for the moon. But I think there is a way that you go about doing things, and I think that is for me the issue. Why I have an issue with what Rick is doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's not in a relationship. He's pursuing the woman that he loves, even though he knows that she's with somebody. But I think you only do to other people what you want done to you. So would you want some man to do the same thing to you? You should just go and say, you know what? I want to be with you. I'm going to talk to Pookie. Bump you, woman. I'm the man here. I'm going to talk to Pookie. And I'm going to tell him. Pookie. But it doesn't matter. Pookie's at this point. a killer. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, He's a killer. Love you. <laughs> but the point is, you love this woman enough. You will die doing what you're doing if you get caught. Yeah. So you might yeah. as well just say, I love her. I want to be with her. I'm going to go talk to Pookie myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell him. Cross that path. No, I feel no, like no, no, no. I feel like that's their relationship. Mm-hmm. What we have is our business, and what you guys have is your business. I would come to you, and if you can't make that decision, and if you're having issues and you can't tell the other person you want to leave them, then I would walk away. I would never step into somebody else's but home. Here, but here's the thing: if you were getting cheated on. Mm-hmm. by your man, you your woman. Him. Wouldn't you want that? Yeah. And your significant other didn't have the gall to tell I you. I wouldn't want that person. No. I, I would want the other person to tell me because I feel like if they're really in love with who I'm with, they should come to me and say, I, I love him. I want to be with him. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, then let us let me have this no, conversation with No, but would you believe them? Man. This is the no, thing, I, and this I, I happens all talk. the time. I if another talk. girl came to you and your good, good man that you love and you trust and like, oh, you know he was out... A lot of times you're not going to believe that yeah. person because who but, are you to come tell me? And that's true. But the point is, I told like she told me. Yeah. So now it's no longer on her shoulders because she's told me what's going on. Whether I choose to believe that or not about what's going on with my man, that's me. That's on me. But I, I feel know. like... Typically, there's going to be some type of proof. Like, one of my best friends and I became best friends because... <laughs> <laughs> because uh, we dated the same guy, and he was pretending to be both of our, you know, significant others. And uh, I noticed something online, and it seemed a little weird. And I approached her online about it. And this is, like, back in the MySpace Ooh-hoo. days. <laughs> and she didn't get mad at me. She called me, and we discussed everything. And we found out he was doing the same kind of dates, saying the same <laughs> things, doing the same things. We got the same necklace. So, <laughs> exactly. So you know, this is if you're, guys. you know, if you're not an idiot and like, oh no, my man is amazing, and and you just don't want to believe the truth, then usually there'll be some kind of proof in it. So this is so juicy. I have to tell everyone <laughs> out there: find us on iTunes, subscribe, comment, and rate this show. This is a good yes. one, guys. Yes. It is. And Make let sure us tell know what you think. You know, Tasha should do if Rick Fox, like Megan said, should get into it. And tell Pookie, um, you know, should Pookie be snooping around her stuff to try to find out what's going on? Let us know what you think. Yeah, and our time is winding down, winding, winding down, but I want to talk about the whole baby situation with Chardonnay and Jason before mm. <clears throat> before we leave. Yes. We talked a little bit about, what is it? Vasectomy, hysterectomy? Vasectomy is the woman. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. First, Jason's a good liar, I have to. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's very convincing. Yeah. But, you know, Chardonnay did her investigation, checked the scrotum area, (laughs) and she realized that he was lying and he can't have babies. But we've kind of a little bit talked about whether you should disclose that information before your marriage. We got that. Mm -hmm. But in terms of if Jason doesn't want to have a baby at this point in life and Chardonnay does, where is the compromise? What should happen? They got to get a divorce. It's over. I mean, because, that's what I'm saying, wow. because if it's, she said it was a deal breaker for her. Mm. And I think if he had came to her and said, 
well, guess what? I'm not having kids. Like, I definitely have a vasectomy. There's no way I'm having. So, and no, Megan, I, I have to call you out. <laughs> you just said a little bit earlier that marriage is for life. It is. I'm, I'm talking about them. I'm so, Now, my yeah, marriage is for life. life. <laughs> and, and, but he did the right thing. He okay. said, this is what you want. And I don't have a vasectomy. So mm-hmm. I can give you children. But if, if what I'm saying is if it was deal, a deal breaker, if she had to have children. She, and she did it. And that was it. There was no budging because there's no compromise. Then what do you do from there? It's over. It's over. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty much over. Yeah. So. Really? Something like that? I, I don't think she would have stayed with him, though, if he told her, no, I don't want any kids. I'm not having any kids. And if you think that I'm going to have kids, it's a wrap. I think she would have left. Yeah. You don't because she wants kids that bad. Whether she would have or, or she wouldn't have, don't you think that should she have or should she? You know, like divorce is so prevalent in our society nowadays over all sorts of different things. Do you think you're supposed to stick it out and work it out or sacrifice? When a woman has, you know, desire to a have children, instinct. you know, a maternal instinct, I really don't <laughs> think it's fair to to stay with a man for the rest of your life and not have something that. It's such a beautiful blessing. Like, I don't have children, and I want them. Mm-hmm. So if uh, after marrying someone, all of a sudden, obviously, I'd find that out before. Right, right. But, but if you people could change, change their yeah, mind, yeah. If he just changed his mind, I'd be like, you know, it'd be, it'd be tough to stay with that person. But I think Even there's compromise, though. There's compromise. Yeah. Even if he did have a vasectomy, I think the compromise would have been, well, let's adopt. Adoption, or, yeah. you know, sperm donor or something. Because I'm looking at it like, you know, me... I want five kids. I want at least, Aww. you know, I want four and, and adopt one or, <laughs> you know, so just cute. have right? five. So if I, you know, if my wife can't, you know, have kids, you know, she can't be childbearing, then I don't know, that, that'll be a huge blow, you know. Like that'll she be can't. a huge she just, blow. Like she, she can't, like. But see, this is a know. rough, rough thing. That's and I think right. that's what we need to talk about because there are a lot of women nowadays that can't have children. Mm-hmm. Um, whether I think a lot of it is diet or what we're putting in our bodies um, a lot of times Stress. we're not going to the doctor as much as we should so we're getting we're not getting diagnosed with things we could have catch earlier but mm-hmm. a lot of younger women are not being able to bear children and uh, technically until you have one you don't know and mm-hmm. is it okay for your spouse to divorce you just because you're barren and you can't have kids that's oh, different that would, that that's would different. yeah I think that's like having cancer and you're gonna die soon and they're gonna divorce you before yeah. you die I feel like when you marry that person yeah. you're marrying them for the long haul it's different yeah. when Jason said he had a vasectomy that's something that he did to himself I feel like <laughs> if you are barren that's not something that you've done to yourself mm-hmm. but, but what, about, what about my little B London I was just about you can, you can adopt to be London. You can get a surrogate mother. She can be the highest girl you want. Six yeah. two, taller than me, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> but then I can't. But then I can't lay my head on her stomach. You know, that's not my wife. You know, okay, but, that's, but there's, love. There's, that's the that's compromise. Like, that's there. where love, love comes That's in. what I'm saying. That's yeah. the compromise. Okay, so and that's just like saying some women cannot. You know, they end up having to have C sections instead of having a regular birth. But does that cheapen their experience either way? Just because oh. they didn't have it the regular way. I, I mean, I guess not. Just okay, because, same thing. But, so. that's, but that's medical stuff. Like, the baby could be too big. It okay, so then maybe you have to lay your head on a surrogate stomach, okay? No, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> a fair <laughs> point. <laughs> it's a really important point, Brandon, that you're bringing up. Because just like you said, some things are not worth compromising over, period, no matter what. No matter whether it's because of your barren or because you just don't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. If I want to have a baby, I want that experience. Yeah. And, and, oh, man. Now I'm feeling all cert- sorts of type some ways I'm like getting baby fever and getting <laughs> sad and like this episode has put me through a lot of emotions today. Aww. Aww. 
Well, that's okay because we just have a little bit of news and gossip uh, to get yeah. us started. That's right. Yeah, yeah. let's perk it up. Perk it up. <laughs> so, you'll be happy to know that the game has increased. 17% this episode from the last episode. So more people are watching it. Still not as high as it once was, but that's a good sign. So thank you, everybody, for watching the game. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got some, um, I guess, news and gossip. I have my site, fitwithfallon.com. And again, I interview celebrities and athletes about their health and fitness regimens. So I couldn't get a video interview because Jay is booked. I've been trying to get him on the show as well. But we were going back and forth on email, and I got him to answer some fitness questions. And one of the things he says, I don't want to give it all away because I'll put it up on my site next week. But he had said that one of the healthiest or health-conscious people on set is Kobe. Interesting. He, um, he does gluten-free, no sugar, is just wow. very like anal about what he eats and he works out all the time. So it was interesting to see okay. that because he's holding the show down as we were saying and you know, he's into health and fitness too. So Because he ain't got all that gluten in his right? belly. That's why he's doing good. <laughs> All right. That's that's really cool because the thing is, I would thought Tasha Mack. Did you notice that's that she's lost a lot say. of weight? I recently yeah. think Tasha would be the one, and Jay was like, "No, it's actually Jason." Wow. But with these predictions, I will say this: I think Tasha's gonna have a baby. Ooh. Ooh. You think she's gonna have Chardonnay's baby? <laughs> For her, yeah. Tasha having a I baby Tasha at this gonna, age? Yeah, she ain't went through the change yet. Oh, uh, I hope she I don't, don't have an she. abortion. No, I don't oh. think she, I think she's gonna have this baby. No, seriously, she's old. <laughs> Who's she gonna get pregnant well, by? Hey, by Rick Fox. By Rick. Spe- well, speaking- I don't know. That's a good question. Who is she pregnant by? Speaking of old, Halle Berry just said she was pregnant. Yeah, Halle Berry's forty five, so forty six, honey, forty six. <laughs> it is. I was amazed. They're looking but yeah, good. That's my prediction. Hmm. Predictions, predictions, predictions. <laughs> Malik's we- gonna drink again. Um Okay. Relapse. Let's see. Yes. Uh, we didn't get to see Kira. We didn't get to see yeah. Lauren London. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe next episode. She's auditioning. So we'll wait on this episode. That. She's auditioning. Uh, <laughs> Chardonnay gets pregnant sooner than the three years that she, she planned. She'll be pregnant Aww. by the end of this season. And uh, have some get a little babies. Something's gonna happen with her and Brittany. Something's gonna happen with her and Brit- okay. Brit- Brett. Yeah. I feel like something big is gonna happen there. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm gonna predict that. Brandy Chardonnay is going to get a little bit closer to Brittany and kind of become her mother. Now they're in that typical new stepmom, mm-hmm. stepchild relationship. They're going to bond, and then maybe that's going to cure her need for a child, and she won't want to have one anymore. I like that prediction. That yeah, is a nice prediction. Okay, I predict that mm-hmm. Jay and Lauren will, Kara, uh, will, you know, finally talk and, you know, start to really open up to one another and get past that whole Sierra situation. I think um, Tasha is going to try to hide the situation with Rick Fox um, from Pookie, but I feel like he's going to find out. What about you, Lauren? I was going to say that I think uh, Pookie's going to find out about about everything. And Malik, (laughs) this is not a prediction, but Malik tweeted, I just saw it, that um, he said, I like my women like I like my milkshake. Thick and frothy. I thought that was funny. <laughs> frothy. <laughs> What's frothy mean? Okay, yeah, that's um, it. Yeah. It's it's a PG thirteen show. It's a family show. I think, and I think Malik is gonna stay sober longer. Okay. I don't think he's gonna drink it. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's us wrapping up on the frothy <laughs> notes. Yeah.
Well, that was another wonderful episode with my lovely co-host. I'm your girl Stanley. You can find me on Twitter at your girl Stanley or at www.nadiastanley.com. I'm Fallon. You can find me on Twitter at fitwithfallon and check out my website fitwithfallon.com. And I'm Megan Thomas. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Meg Scoop, like a scoop of ice cream. Goodbye, everyone. I'm Brandon London, the coach at athlete. Twitter, coach at athlete, and. Brendan-London.com. I kind of messed that up. Yeah. <laughs> you think I had the down pet? It's all right. They got it. They got it. You can find me on all those social networks. Lauren's Love. Love is spelled L-U-V. Also my website, Lauren'sLove.com. And I have to see, say, love means prenup. Prenup. <laughs> <laughs> can we get our music? Shooting in the Jeep. Can we get our music? From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. 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 See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.